happy new week. Hope you're doing amazing. I'm back in Melbourne HQ after my three weeks on the Gold Coast. And next to me, I have one of our gorgeous authors, Joe Baker, who um, has come in, you know, and um, he's, she's going to tell us a lot about the book that she has just written. So um, good morning, Joe. Good morning. How are you? I'm amazing. I'm amazing. And I'm so excited. We quickly had a brief chat at one of our seminars last week and you're doing so many cool things you know now that your book is out and we just briefly mentioned the book you started to write wasn't the book that ended up being mm. um, but we'll tell everyone about that a little bit more in a moment what i'd like to do first of all guys is introduce you who joe is and we'll show you her book um which she's got there and then we're talking about um the topic so here we go yeah, <laughs> um, number one amazon bestseller of saving myself so guys joe baker has just one mission to help women achieve their financial goals through her book programs and community women learn how to change the way they relate to their money create a wealth plan that actually works for them and integrate the money habits to achieve their goals they transform from stressed money warriors to powerful lifestyle queens which is the topic of today's live so joe wants women to be financially empowered so that they can make better choices for themselves and their families she's starting important conversations with women as she's busting some of the myths around money and wealth meeting her followers where they are and offering a safe space for them to connect with the vision of their financial future is her foundation teaching women to play for uh, to their feminine strengths is the way forward so that's awesome joe and you just showed Thank us the book there. i do have a yeah. i do have a bigger picture here on the there screen it is. There in it the is. flesh Yes, it's exciting. exciting and I'll show you guys <laughs> my picture that I've got here. Um, it's uh, the tagline is the quintessential guide to building a budget, uh, getting out of debt and living again after divorce, which is what you couldn't have probably seen in the in the version that Joe flashed up. So tell us maybe Joe, like where did this all start from and how it kind of, um, you know, morphed into what it is now and, you know, kind of defining moments why you wanted to write a book anyway. Oh gosh, me, I've always written. As a kid, I used to write stories. If there was a piece of paper and a pen around, I was writing. And uh, that was most of my childhood. Um, I love stories. I love whatever form stories come in. So if they're books or movies or TV or theatre or anything like that, I love a good story. So writing for me, I think, is in my blood. But when I was 16, my teachers in high school, my English teacher told me that I couldn't write, that I was no good at it. And my maths teacher told me that I was no good at maths. And ironically, I've proven them both wrong by writing a book about money. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it was just like never, yeah, gosh. And I believed them. That was the worst part. I absolutely believed that what they said was true. I mean, they're teachers, they know, right? But uh, it turns out they don't know everything. So <laughs> that's where I sort of, I've always had the bug for writing and I write in a professional sense as well. So um, yeah, I have a consultancy business that I run alongside of being an author and I write programs and training and manuals and things like that for corporates. Um, so I go into projects and I do that as well. So writing is just become my world these days. And I tell you what, it's just, it is just fantastic. And so tell me where the book started out, you know, of what it was going to be about and how it kind of changed. Yeah. Um, the first time that we met was, 
at the one of the half day workshops and I wanted to write a book about living by myself in my 50s. I went from my parents home to my married home to my single mother home and all of a sudden I found myself living alone for the first time in my life and it was really confronting and I thought oh you know what I'm going to journal my experience and what I'm doing and I'm going to turn that into a book so that was my first um yeah my first foray into it all and it was originally going to be called doing it myself um but then as the the I got more and more into it and doing more and more you know handing it out and building it and all that sort of stuff it I actually wrote the first one um and it's still sitting there but it when I I after the retreat um I did the 48 hours recorded everything wrote it all down followed your structure was all fantastic and then when I read it back and I thought no this is not the book that I want to write so changed it and uh, ended up writing a book on financial empowerment for women yeah so tell me a little bit about that you know give us some you know insight why and you know is it because you were once at that point where mm. you were desperate and lost and you know didn't know if you could you know, fend for yourself financially after yeah. the divorce and now you've you figured it out. So you're sharing some of those tense trips. Yeah, when when I first became divorced, uh, when I left my husband was 26th of November in the year 2000. I had four kids. Um, I had a, a 12 year old, a nine year old and six year old twins. I had a car full of as much stuff as I could put in the car and I had $20 in my wallet and we left. And I went and lived with my parents for a couple of months until the kids and I got a home of our own. And yeah, it was always a struggle. I was always dependent on either Centrelink or child support or, you know, other people to help me out. Back then, I was working in a data entry team uh, in a pathology company and that paid $12 an hour. You're not going to get a long way doing $12 an hour. Um, so yeah, my financial scope, I guess, was really dependent on other people and other organizations. Yeah. Over time, I learned to be really, really savvy. I learned to, that, you know, $10 can go a really, really long way. And while this is not a book on being frugal, it is a book about having your relationship with money and changing it for a lot of women their relationship with money is around fear and concern and worry. And it brings up those feelings of I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough, all of those things. And if you can add one plus one and make it two, then you can do a budget. You can get your money right and you can actually grow your wealth. I've gone from $12 an hour to got myself into a ridiculous amount of debt because i Back then, I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. Um, now I'm completely debt free. I only work when I have to. And you know, my asset base is growing all the time. So I've gone from just this, you know, this place where I was a, a poor single mum yeah. to now being someone who is just budgeting is so easy. My relationship with money is great. And I've got the best money habits that I can possibly create. And that's giving me the platform to do all sorts of crazy things. I love it. I love it. And um, so how do you like, you know, have you translated all the things you did for yourself then 
share those in the book and then yeah help women yeah things like fear like I, I think there's a lot of fear for women around their money where we're not taught how to do it in school and I'm sure everyone's heard that a lot uh over you know particularly over the last five or so years we've had the pandemic you know cost of living has gone up everything is a lot more expensive so you know we're always hearing about how how tough it is and how difficult it is and it is for a lot of people it is really hard um but what I've learned is that if I improve my relationship with money, the way I relate to it, then it's not quite as tough it, as it used to be. And, you know, it can be such an empowering place to come from, you know, knowing when you're at the checkout, you don't have to count the numbers. You don't have to count your groceries. You can just go and pay for stuff. Yeah. You know, if you want to go and buy a new, something new, then you can go and do that. Want to take your kids on a holiday? You can do that. And I think that is my big mission in, with all of this is to help women fatten up their bank accounts. Like we've got to get get your bank accounts right. Yeah. But you've, it's about let's get them nice and fat and juicy, and yeah. then let that empower you to make different decisions. When women are constricted by money, they stay in real bad relationships longer. They stay in bad jobs that they don't like, which are taxing and stressful. Yep. They are just end up in situations that are not healthy for them or their children or their family. So when you have that nest egg or you've got that emergency fund or however much money you've got in the bank, when that's enough, then that empowers you to make better better decisions. It means that you can get health insurance if you need it. It means that you can upgrade your car and not drive a death bomb. Do you know what I mean? It's like it empowers us to not just live better and go on the holidays, which is fabulous. We all want to go on a nice holiday. But I'm talking about it empowers us to live in a more solid way. Yeah, have choice. And absolutely absolutely and it look I'm going to be honest I can just log into my internet banking now I was talking with a friend of mine about this the other day you know we log into our bank account and we just sit there and look at it because it's just like holy moly I can't believe little Joe Baker from Ingedine in Sydney is now sitting here doing and and has this in her bank account it is it is really empowering and it's just it changes how you feel about yourself and the opportunities you have nice so where does someone start when they're at that rock bottom place because it can be that place uh, place filled with fear and uncertainty yeah you know stepping outside of you know what you currently have a roof over your head and all that sort of stuff might be and you might be in that bad job or bad relationship but where, what do you say, where does someone start? Because you obviously can't just take big leaps straight No, away. you can't. And it Very takes time. I've got a methodology that I talk about in the book. Yeah. And it is a good plan plus positive money habits over time equals yeah. a new way of life. And yeah. we talk about that all the way through the book. Yeah. Because you've got to start with a plan. And I know there is a lot of negative information out there about budgets, but budgets are really, really simple. You have money coming in, some of it goes out and some of it stays. That's your budget. 
It's really, really simple. You don't overcomplicate it. There are lots of professionals and experts out there talking about you've got to have this percentage and that percentage and this bucket and that thing. You actually don't because I'm a big believer when life gets really tough, bring it back to the basics. Yeah. You know, bring it back, make it really simple, get rid of everything you don't need and start with a blank sheet of paper. So, you know, and I think the other thing that needs to happen is that we need to know our numbers. If we're in business, we know our numbers, right? We can be really clear on what our revenue is, what our expenses are, our overheads, all those sorts of things, but we don't tend to do that in our personal life. There's a chapter in here called You Inc. Mm -hmm. And it's about your you turning your life, your, your financial life into a business. So, you know, you appoint yourself as the CEO or the CFO or whoever it is you want to be. But yes. when those big money decisions, there's a, there's a hierarchy. You have to get approvals. You have to, you know, actually make a case for why do I need to go and spend $20,000 on a car yes. when, a five, you know, five or $7,000 would do for just now if it means not going back into an extraordinary amount of debt. $20,000 is a lot of debt. A lot of money you've got to pay back. So it's things like that. Huge interest rate. It's, oh, my God. So, yeah, and, and right now is a good time to have some money in the bank because with the interest rates and everything that they're doing, you know, it's, it's impacting having your savings account as well. So we talk about, you know, seeing yourself as a business owner of your life. It's you, Inc. And That's then a great way to look at it. The, hmm. the metaphor is beautiful because... Yeah, you're like always looking at numbers in your zero accounting system, what's in and out, you're reading your profit and loss yeah. and all that. But yeah, it's um it's really important to know what's going on, especially I think um uh some people are good at um, you know, knowing what's in and out, but other people like ignorance is bliss. Yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah. you a lot of trouble. Yeah. You got to know your numbers and it, it's not a difficult, there's four numbers that I teach you in the book that you need to know. And once you know them, you're easy done. Yeah. I love that. Well, you got to get the book to get found out what the four yes, exactly. are. Yes, <laughs> exactly. So what do you, so there's the book and you say that your book is simply the messenger. Um, you know, how do you work with people? Like, is there an online course? Is there like some consulting that you do? What is it? That, how does it happen? <laughs> Tell us. Yeah, so um, there's a there's a website. There's a whole business that sits behind the book now, yeah. and uh, there's courses. I'm about to launch a new membership in the middle of the year, just in time for tax, which I'm so excited about. Oh my god, it's called the Fresh Start Project, and it's for women who want to draw a line in the sand and create and have a fresh start with their finances. So, yeah, there's there's courses. There's uh, there's um, a Facebook group as well. There's a free Facebook group that you can join. It's called Savvy Budgeting for Divorce Women. I might show your website because I do have it up here. Mm -hmm. um, there she is. And hopefully that's out there. There she is. And the book is there, guys. So it's SavvySoloBudgeting.com. Um, and there's, you know, obviously, if you scroll down, there's the book. You can get it as an ebook as well. And uh, I'm guessing the um, the membership will be put up here at, at some point. And yeah, that's right. Is this the yeah, that's it. We're going to be uh, launching the book. Uh, the, sorry, the book already launched that. We're going to be launching the new um, membership program in the middle of the year. 
So I'm super excited. That's why you have a member's login. That's why you have that's a member's it. login, right? Yeah, that's it. There's a, there's a budgeting course up there at the moment, which I'm running, and that's called Stop Payday Stress. I really want women to be empowered on payday, not freaking out. So it's about teaching them all the, there's a, it's like, I've taken a third of the book and I've put it into a course on how to set up your money system. And, you know, yeah, that's the plan part. You know, we've got to get the plan part right first. Yeah, I love it. So talk to me about the writing. Like we, you took 12 months after the yeah. retreat to complete the book. And we talked about this at the seminar last week. Um, and that's because the book completely had to be rewritten because you've written two now. In the I have essentially, yes. Um, yeah. So, the, yeah, as I said, the first one was all about living alone. And you know what? I'm probably going to pull that out at some point and I'll have a play with it in a little while. Not at the moment. I'm really enjoying what I'm doing. But it's on the shelf and it's sitting over there for something I can do later. Um, but, yeah, it did take me 12 months. So I had the re my retreat was in February 2021. And I, yeah, I had a bit of a hiccup in the middle of my journey, only because my own fears and my own stories and that stuff got in the way, uh, yeah. fell over myself. Um, but then, you know, picked yourself up, dust yeah. yourself off and off you go again. Um, and then once I sort of... Once I broke it down, I actually have a spreadsheet that I was running from. And because I think 40,000 words just sounds like a lot of words. And I'm a writer. And for me, that sounded like yeah. a lot of words. But what I did is I broke it down into articles. So I had my chapters and in there and I had the little articles that I wrote. And I think I wrote about one or two articles a day. And I would get up at 5.30 in the morning. Um, cause that was, the, I'm a morning person. So five 30 and I did some meditation and some centering activities just to get myself in the right frame of mind, played some nice music and I grabbed my laptop and I just wrote for an hour and I made myself had like an hour of power, you know, and I just wrote and wrote and wrote and yeah, I picked the easy, easy articles first and I powered through those, which gave me a lot of confidence. Yeah. And uh, yeah, eventually the whole spreadsheet got completed and I had a freaking book. <laughs> it was amazing. Oh, I love it. And that's discipline. And what I've heard in everything you've said today is consistency. Like from where you really? were financially with your family and your kids there on your own, um, yeah. you know, trying to raise them and, you know, having enormous amounts of debt. Um, it wasn't like an overnight success turnaround where you yeah. have this money in your bank account that you see today. It was the consistent little actions and incremental progress over a period of time, right? It's the one percenters, isn't it? It's those yeah. small one percent things you've been stacked on each other. Yeah. That's what makes change. Um, yeah. And that's how you wrote your book. It sounds that's exactly, exactly right. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love that. I love that. And that's all I, I say to people. It's like, the book does not have to take over your life. Two hours twice a week is, if as long as you're consistent, that's yeah. a lot of time. That's four hours every week. Yeah. Multiply that over 12 weeks, let's say. That's a lot of hours, right? Yeah, that's 48, exactly right. 48 hours on a book. Of course, you're going to like, you know, end up finishing it and, and, and sending it across. But it's just um, a lot of the time people can buy into that all or nothing. I need yeah. to find a weekend, I need to find full days. And as if that's going to happen, you know, we live in a busy one hour, world. Exactly. And all I did was one hour a day. And, I and picked... you got up earlier an hour? Is yeah. that what you did? Yeah. That's yeah. All you did. So you, you didn't have to find the extra time. You just said, I'll make a choice 
you know, to wake up when I'm fresh yeah. and I haven't been distracted by email, social media, which, you know, kind of tends to dull our cre creative juices. Yeah. yeah. Nah. I think once I got on a roll with it, yeah. waking up, I woke up before the alarm. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah. I, I had a plan and I was excited again. And because I did the first way that we talk about in the retreat, the one you teach us in the retreat where we do the recordings and we talk yeah. and I talk for a living. I train for a living. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, for me, it was just like, mm, that's, that's not quite right for me. So I went back to pen and paper yeah. And I wrote it in my laptop. So, you know, each word I actually wrote. Um, but, yeah, it was... Um, you know, Joe, I've done it both ways. Yeah. You know, when I was actually really, really busy and trying to get my business off the ground, the initial books were spoken out and then transcribed, blah, blah, blah. I just needed to, like, kind of get them yeah. out because I was limited on time. But my last few books I actually have typed because I actually have had the time to enjoy that process. And I know it can be yeah. quite more enjoyable than say because you're not seeing as you're speaking you're not seeing them um the information that you're putting them whereas as you're typing you can kind of see it in front of you and and yeah. you cut down actually a little bit of time at cleanup because you're kind of a little bit editing as you're going along that's so exactly there's right. pros and cons in both routes and that's why nowadays we say hey this is the fast way if you want to just like if you're super busy let's uh, let's get you through and get a book out you know before you you have a chance to talk yourself out of it because this is what happens in this world. You know, every 92% of adults want to write a book, yet 0.1% yeah. ever do it. So it's because a lot of people talk themselves out of it or keep putting it on the back burner, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think for me, once I had the book um, and had my Word document with everything in it, yeah. uh, when we sent, I had the lovely Rebecca, who was my editor, and the day we sent it off to her, it was just like, oh, my gosh. I don't think I slept. I couldn't sit. I think it's it's going to come back with track changes. Like it's going to have this many edits. And she's going to hate it. She's going to absolutely hate it and tell me I can't write. And the teacher was right. But when it came back, it had just a couple of tweaks. And I was just, oh, is that it? Like that was it. There was um, people often was overthink, really cool. overthink it and they make it out bigger than it actually is. But yeah. if you just take the steps and you just go, well, what's my next thing that I got to focus on? you know, just to yeah. adjust bits and pieces. So, nah. so how was like that publishing process for you, you know? Um, I loved it. I loved it. It was fabulous. Um, I'm used to having reviews. My work gets reviewed all the time. So while sending it off the first time, no matter where I am, what company I'm consulting for or whatever I'm doing, I always find it really scary the first time I send it off. Um, but then when you get it back, it's just like, yeah, that actually, that makes more sense. So you rewrite and you fix and you, you know, yeah. you adjust things. And by the time you get there, it's amazing. I remember the very first time that Nick sent me the proper cover of my book, I was bawling. Like I'm a teary person. My emotions are on the outside. Yeah. You're probably gathering that anyway, but I was just a blithering mess of, oh my God, here it is. And it looked exactly like this, yeah. you know, and there was me on the cover. Um, the day that I got my first book in hand, I was in a meeting and I got an alert to say that it was in the letterbox and I actually oh, yeah. excused myself out of my meeting that I'm really sorry. I have to go to the mailbox. And I went out there, luckily the person I was meeting with was just the sweetest person. And I've come back and she said, oh, you've got to open it. So we did. And again, the crying, you know, I cried at every, I cried last week when we were talking about your seminar. Um, 
but you know seeing that first and i've got it i've actually put the first book in um I've got it tucked away. I'm going to do something. In a special box. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's exactly right. It'll be up on the wall here um, yes. at some point. But yeah, I've got my very first book um, that I've put away. But I've now, you know, I've got uh, bookmarks and I've got cards. If someone buys the book, I've got, I went to um, YouTube, I think it was, and I learned different ways that you can wrap things. It's, you've no oh, idea what you can find on YouTube. Yeah. But I've found this fantastic way that I can wrap the book that just looks amazing. Yeah. And so I went out and bought all this really pretty pink wrapping paper and yeah. I've put a bookmark in there. I write, you know, inscribe something really nice to the person who bought it. I wrap it up and then we take it to the post office and the lady at the post office going, oh, and more today. It's, yes. More yeah, today. I love that. That's beautiful. Yeah. You know, that's showing that care and love towards you know, the, the customers or the readers, you know, it's really lovely and it, it makes yeah. a big difference. They also then, you know, contact you and they want to know more. Like, what else do you do? How can you really help me through yeah, that's what it. I'm struggling with? So you've got all that, you know, right attitude and the book is really just the messenger, as you say, and the way for people to build trust and to get to know yeah. you a little bit more and all that sort of stuff. So um, I love that, you know, and it's think... marketing. I think you're spot on when you talk about, I'm not JK Rowling and I won't ever pretend to be, right? I'm, there's not going to be any theme parks in my honour. But this book for me has opened more doors already. It's been 12 months since it was published. It became a bestseller in May of last year. It has opened more doors and created more conversations that I would not have had without it. It has... Sometimes it's not directly related. Isn't that right, Joe? Absolutely. It's not even it's sometimes you get a gig with something else, a consulting project because you've got a book because of it. That's it. and that's exactly what's happened. You know, I've yeah, when I talk about, you know, fun facts, people want to know fun facts, right? I'm a published author. Mm. And they go, Oh my God. And when I introduce myself now, I used to introduce myself as an instructional designer, which is technically what I am, but now I introduce myself as a writer and the perception you can just see people the cogs in their brain are ticking yeah. there they look at you differently and not that I want to be put on a pedestal it's not about anything like that no. it's just that it's an unusual um, job title and it's still really rare and as much as this world talks about writing books and hey every second person saying I'm writing a book but are they really exactly because often when I unpack yeah. a conversation like that they're actually not or have been doing it for 10 years like and there's a lot of books exactly there's a lot of books on face people on them on facebook at the moment calling themselves authors and they say download my ebook for five dollars or seven dollars or whatever it is and i've done that because i want to see what their funnel is yes and it's not an ebook it's no. it's it hasn't got an isbn no. it doesn't have a publisher it doesn't have a it doesn't have anything like what i've it's got and what together you've, basically it's There's a like, word doc that's been turned into PDF. PDF. <laughs> yes. You know, I know, um, I know. My um, personal trainer this morning asked me, oh, Nat, I saw something on Facebook about uh, Amazon doing this, um, you know, publishing and all. Is that going to affect your business? I go, oh, because people try to do and cut corners to get books out and it actually takes away from their credibility because they're 100%. not them because I'm fixing them. Because then they come to me and they want to do it properly. I said, what you want to do is you want to have a 
self-published product, but that it looks traditionally published, that looks like it's going to add to your credibility, that it's not going to be just something that's been like slapped together. So I'm glad you kind of said that because um, there's so much low quality stuff that just gets put on there or put yeah. uh, published on like, direct publishing, but it's not really a true book. No, and you, when you, some of them, when I've, I've, I've downloaded quite a few, it's become a bit of a sport now. And, yeah. um, but when I download them, it's just like, no one has proofed this. There's no editing oh. whatsoever. There are typos which blow my mind. Yeah. You know, there's so there's such poor quality. So I think the what sets me apart and other members of you know, 48 hour 48 hour ultimate publishing is that you know we have done the hard yards. I have on the spine. I've got the logo. Yeah. I've yeah. got the barcode. Yeah. I've I've got all the all the things that you know the um the publishing statement at the very front. Yeah, I've got that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like there are things that I have that you're not going to find in a lot of these PDF ebooks. So and and I get, I'm getting a little cheesed off to be honest. Oh I'm, yeah, me too. When I see like, them, I've downloaded them too. Don't worry. And I like go. Oh my god. Like it's okay to have a typo here and there. And I read. Sure traditionally published books that have typos as well yeah but you know um when you download like the ones from amazon some of them are like oh my god and this is like you know, how did it even pass their their system because usually that should pick up and not it's not of the quality yeah. so anyway well joe um where can people buy your book aside from obviously guys all the good uh, awesome um online retailers will have it like it'll be on amazon it'll be on barnes and noble and all that of course we shared the website before here's one more closer look at joe's uh, book saving myself the quintessential guide to building a budget getting out of debt and living again after divorce and she truly is an expert and has lived that story of um you know going from you know enormous debt with four children to a point where she's super comfortable and who works when she wants to um and it's amazing and you can do it too and i know because i was in a similar situation from you know my husband losing the, uh, a business and going to our rock bottom and then rebuilding the last 13 years to a multi-million dollar business um that it is and we've been blessed to be working with you joe and I can't wait. Thank We're going to reconnect, as I said, again. Here's the website also one more time, guys. SavvySoloBudgeting.com. Um, so you can go check it out. And uh, obviously, Joe's launching a membership and lots of goodies. And just contact her if there's something you heard during the call today and you want some more information on. Any last parting words? Last thought? Quote of the oh, day? You've got to do it. If you are sitting on the fence like I was, I followed Nat for about three years before I actually took You're the You're stalking, time. not saying anything. I was totally stalking. <laughs> don't stalk, don't think, just, yeah, everyone has a book in them, but let's let's get you doing it the right way. You know, yeah. Get you that credibility that and it opens so many doors. Like, yeah, yeah that's what, that's yeah. why, just do it. Yeah, I love it. Thank you so much. Uh, good luck with all your leveraging you. and profile building. We will be staying in touch. We've got a special thing we want to also bring into our private community that you're doing with your book, which we will teach in there sure. separately. But have an amazing weekend, guys. As always, go out and smash it out. Uh -huh. <laughs> Bye.